0: what it is look alive look
1: all right everybody i want y'all to welcome back another episode episode seven you know we we trying to do do something positive here when episode seven and man i got a childhood friend friend cousin
0: oh yeah <laughs> found,
1: out, found out we was family after we graduated high school man. You know, my boy, man. He's a 16-year coach, eight championship titles under his belt. The president of Swaggy League Sports. we gonna show get into that. Seven on seven state champions and national bought Boy, done been through it. Been yes. through it. Coach of the year, two-time coach of the year, and your trainer, mentor, owner, swaggy league sports apparel. I want y'all to welcome my boy. I know him as a mod, but my boy changed his name to Shad on me. You know, once he, not wasn't he, But I want y'all to congratulate, welcome my boy, man, Shad Lewis, big Coach Lou, to the show. Yeah.
0: I appreciate you having me on here, boss man. Yes, sir.
1: So, shit, man. Let's get let's get to to how you started. How you how your kids get into football, knowing you ain't never played football ever how, how you get them into that you got some monsters both of
0: them man just um letting kids be be kids man as uh as uh, they say growing up man you don't want to force kids to play a sport that you play to try to live vicariously through them you know what i'm saying so you want to try to let kids like spread their wings and my oldest at the age of i want to say seven and a half eight years old man he he just displayed a, a football talent over a basketball talent, man. That we just had to go out for, and uh, man, it just turned into one of these, one of these journeys, man. And we on it now, sixteen years deep. He's a senior now, finna graduate, and he's going to uh, Sam Houston. Will be attending Sam Houston. So uh, it's just all about letting these kids be kids these days, man, and not trying to sway them or push them
1: into a sport that you predominantly uh, played in growing up. That's a fact. That's a fact, right there. Cause man, I'm. I was. I'm gonna the same boat. Cause you know me, I ain't playing no football. I ain't. Yes, I sir. Went, if it wasn't inside, I get count me out. And my daughter's into that softball, man. My my son, he he into football, but we haven't got went full in yet. But we just giving it probably another year or so, and and we're gonna be back out there. He played played a couple seasons of flag football. And he was like, the coach was just, just riding him. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah like, nah, he too young. So he was the youngest on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that could go, man.
0: Yeah. I started off down in the home base down in Washington County and Brenham down in our hometown, man, at BYFL. And, um, Man, it was a journey down there just learning the ins and outs because I always loved the game of football. I played all the way up until, like, my ninth grade, too. But, man, it was just one of them things. Basketball was our passion. Uh, That's something that we did uh, every day, 24-7 relentlessly. But learning the game of football and being immersed in it all of these years, man, it was just a great journey just being able to teach my son and being able to coach and mentor him all these years and being where we're at right now. I mean, it's been a journey, man. Like, seriously, really have. Yeah, man, and and he started. Well, he
1: just said seven and a half. Right, he went straight into. It was straight. It was tackled by then. I know. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah,
0: man. We did little dribblers, man. Optimus
1: Club. You already know what that
0: is. Down oh there yeah, in oh, home base. Well, <laughs> we all did the Optimus Club, and we did oh, the little dribbler thing. But I can't tell you no lie, man. It was something about that football for him that just um um it just it was on another level for him. And once we started it, man, we took it serious and we trained day in and day out. And we just end up uprooting ourselves, moving to a bigger, a bigger city, which uh Houston Katy area to give him a better, you know what I'm saying, outlook on sports on different dynamic as far as competition. And man, let me tell you, like, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad I did that move, man, because at the end of the day, like I say, you wanna expose your kids to the best. And the only way you can expose your kids to the best, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to Uproot yourself from normalcy. And yep. we did that. And man, just like you down there, bro. I mean, San Antonio, you know what I'm saying, nice city, big city, you know what I'm saying, flourishing city. And your kids feel that effect, especially moving to a very diverse, you know what I'm saying, city, you know what I'm saying? That especially moves in sports like they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and man, I be and then like me, like even I'm not even like, you know, in the football world or nothing, but I be following that following it out here. And, man, they got some, they got some squads. They got a few squads out here that's, that's legit. So I'm like, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I spying, you know, for my, for my son. So I'm like, man, they got, but yeah, they got some, they got some squads. But, but I be seeing your, your little one, your Kobe. yeah
0: (laughs) that's my little one and that's funny man named him after one of my favorite (laughs) basketball players and he's a a football player he loved playing quarterback man Mm. and we laugh about that all the time that i named him uh, after kobe and uh he loves playing football over basketball but he's a multi-sport kid he loves playing all sports but it's just it's just always funny that i named him kobe Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) he loved to play football
1: (laughs) yeah hey, that's what's up though man hey yeah, at the time, yeah, you thought he was gonna be a hooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I, know what I'm
0: saying? Try to try to line your stars up, and like I say,
1: you want your kids yeah.
0: to do the things you do. But then when they come into the world, you know what I'm saying? Always, them plans don't
1: always work out because they got a, a mind of their own. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, they gonna do what they want. See, I was trying to get my daughter. She played basketball a little bit while we was in Laredo, but then she got into the softball world. Once she <laughs> did, that was
0: it. And, and, brother, that's the best thing I think for you that had happened for you, brother, because I watched that from afar. And trust me, like you say, I stay watching every sport. And, brother, mm-hmm. your daughter, she is an amazing talent, man. She's a beast Pretty for true. her age. And, man, she's the sky's the limit. Matter of fact, the sky ain't the limit, you know what I'm saying? She's going to go above, above the sky, you know what I'm saying? Because you a hard worker yourself. And just watching her doing the things that she do, you know what I'm saying, that's very passionate because I show my daughter plenty of her videos and be like, this <laughs> you right here, baby girl. You next <laughs> up. You, the, you next up.
1: Yeah, sir. I appreciate that, man. She uh, she work her ass off. She eats, sleep, everything. Like that's all she want to do. You can't even get at this point. We my wife be trying to get her like, hey, let's you know play volleyball. You know you got the height, and she like she say okay, but you can't you can't get her to practice that shit outside outside of practice. You know what I mean? Like she don't have time for it. And when she was playing basketball, bitch, we'll go outside and we'll we'll practice for about 10, 15 minutes dribbling. And you know me, shit, I'm i happy. Right, yeah, let's go. And 10 minutes in, she like, Daddy man, can we play cat? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know how it go, man. They gonna they're gonna push you into the way they wanna go. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you just gotta be ready to go at all times, though. Cause like you say, this is our job now. And uh, we do this seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. It never stops. From the time we get off, we always constantly with these kids. Oh. And so it's an everyday job, brother. <laughs>
1: yes, sir, man. Hey, man, you know, I wanted to ask you this, man. I know it's probably the same everywhere, but how how y'all parents is out there in the in the youth football world?
0: Well, our parents now we call them the we call them the the new generation parents. Uh, these new generation parents is all about um, what can you do or what can you provide for my kid these days. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I'm not meaning providing a great service. I mean, uh, as far as like, what can you provide as far as like give my kid on the front end, back end, trophies, accolades, it, even if my kid isn't good, even if my kid, you know what I'm saying, isn't as talented as everybody else. Mm-hmm. We're just in an era right now, brother, to where everything is a trophy driven, accolade driven um, uh, world right now. And Mm -hmm. we need to try to get back into it to where, at the end of the day, you're playing the sport to, like I say, to to build a craft, get better in the craft. Because ultimately, like I say, youth sports is just a stepping stone to get them to college and to get them to ultimate levels to where they want to go to if they want to pursue that as a dream. But, man, the parents here are just – I want to say some days you have great days, some days you have bad days. But for the (laughs) most part, it's youth sports. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know how that go it's you sports it's no sports <laughs> parents yeah. could be all over the place some days but most days like i say depending on uh the ones you're around and uh, people who's running organizations and um, areas that you are basically around uh, you can get different effects different things from different environments but uh most parts we try to stick to we around we try to preach uh, we here for the kids we yeah. try to make sure that kids is always first. And long as we keep kids first, you know what I'm saying? All the negativity that tried to come
1: shouldn't come. Got you. Yeah. You I mean, and, and that's now that, like, I now I started back coaching with the younger, my younger daughter. Mm-hmm. She just started her first year at AU. So, like, and that's how her, the head coach, he's just like that. Like, yeah. You want to come, like, hey, you got to know, like, it's for this kid. Like, we don't want to hear, you know what I mean, all that rah rah stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: On no,
1: and, yeah, and, like yeah, like it's
0: it's cool. It's always oh, it's cool to be competitive and be a competitive yeah. parent on the side You know what I'm saying. You it's wanna okay. see your team no win. Yep. But at the end of the day, you wanna show your kids too in the in the proper way of doing it though. You know what I'm saying? Proper way, it's always a proper way of doing things, and uh, that's what we just like I say, just need to get back to because some fall short, but we're not perfect, but some do fall short sometimes, and they do forget that they are role models in the, uh, in the eyes of kids every day.
1: Yep, yeah, buddy, and man, like, so I mean, I know I've seen some crazy stuff in the football killings and all this stuff, yes, but what, what be going on out there, man? What they is that serious for two adults to be fighting at a a a youth game? Like what y'all be doing over there in football, man?
0: <laughs> well, let me well let me how I me mean, say how they say uh, tread lightly on this because it's very controversial. Right. right Basically, right. um, in the football world now, it's not like it used to be in the uh, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Not even five years, ten years ago, it's not like it used to be. This has turned into a very ego driven, adult driven league now in youth sports. It is not all um, a, a youth. Uh, uh, organizations out there, but it's yes, some, you know and I'm saying the more the majority of the ones because they forget at the end of the day that the kids are the ones that they're putting their bodies on the line, winning these trophies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when grown men assert insert themselves inside that position to where they feel like, "Oh, I won this trophy for these kids," and it's turning to an ego, then that's when all the negativity come in, and then that's when all the clashing of the different different. Mm-hmm. um know thoughts and think the way men thinks on the field come in and it causes a lot of destruction and unfortunately it's causing a lot of destruction you know what i'm saying in the urban black community because we see this like all the time all the time and we're just trying to get away from it because i feel like honestly a trophy no matter how good it look a ring no matter how great it looked <laughs> exactly yeah exactly like exactly like it shouldn't it shouldn't outweigh a person' life.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the killing, you know what I'm saying, as you see, you know what I'm saying, that's been happening around without even having to put names out, you know what I'm saying, because we all yeah. have biggest national news. It's like, it's crazy. But only thing you can do as a parent is just try to be um, vigilant because you can't keep yourself away from it because you want to, you know, say your kids love playing this sport. Yeah, But only thing you can do is uh, be vigilant, make sure you're preaching and uh, practicing what you're preaching in your organization and you're making sure that people that you're around have integrity and stand-up citizens because at the end of the day, that's the only thing you can do because we don't know the time or the day a person will attempt to be a negative Nancy or a Karen or however yeah. you want to say it out there on the football field to where it will cause a problem to where now somebody's dead on the football field because they wanted a trophy so bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just crazy, man. It don't even – like at the end of the day, it just don't even make sense.
0: Yeah, it don't make sense, man. And uh, every year it's going to get worse and
1: worse because
0: the the world, you know what I'm saying, is, is always getting introduced to more and more things. And uh, we just try to tell coaches, especially on this end now, you know what I'm saying, just let kids know that what we're painting you know what I'm saying? It's not what we're trying to mimic. And I'm talking about the stuff that they see as far as the NBA young boy type lifestyle. And I'm not saying, like, he's a bad kid as far as in what he do as far as musically. But as far as what he say musically, it can have an influence. And so it can portray that onto a football field to where coaches out there want to tell a team, hey, we're going to do this on a football field now. Hmm. End of the game, somebody's dead, child crime because they're exposed to killing out there because a lot of stuff could have been prevented. Music selection could have could have helped the situation. Uh, crowd control—we call it crowd control. So long, just little small things that uh, you can do to try to uh, monitor up or even you can say police the situation to make things great.
1: Yeah, because I mean, and and that's the thing, man. You won't, you won't you shouldn't feel like you know what I mean your life online going to a youth game. You know what right. I mean it should never get that serious. So people just need a man. Just let the kids play everybody gonna talk and, and yes. that's the thing most of the people that get mad at it they can't take the constructive criticism
0: exactly they, and i'm pretty sure you get that in about to a lot oh, of the games to yeah. get tight or win lose situation <laughs> teams could feel differently and
1: <laughs> yep all the time somebody always got something to say and and me i just man look i be chilling at, at the oldest one game look i got my cup man i'm just chilling man look I ain't yeah. here for all that, man. There's a team, but we had, man, I was the, when the oldest was playing, man, it was a team, man. We had this whole, well, other people had all this rivalry because they team was just killing everything. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, just killing everything. You know what I mean? So, when once they moved up from the coach pitch and moved up to 10-year, the, to the kids pitch, man, they had this team come all the way from Oklahoma, all the way down here, eight-hour drive. Mm. Just just to play them because they was, like, the best team in that age group, 2012 team in Oklahoma, and, like, we was the best ones in Texas. Mm-hmm. They came out here, and good game, bro. Them girls, hey, they balled out, you know what I mean, on both sides. But we just had just just a little bit more firepower at the time, right, man? When I say they got mad, man, they start yanking out our plugs on our speakers,
0: Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I know how they can go. I know how they can go
1: they, doing them games. Bro, yeah, bro, like they really, really, you know what I mean. I'm and and I'm thinking like, bro, I'm glad it ain't like you know back in the day, it would have went, it would have went down. You know, now I'm like, yes. like yes. it's no, it's no, it don't get that serious. Like them girl, bro. I'm talking about and and on the last game when it happened, bro. Like you said, good game. We won on a like a do this, this thing, called we call like in the bomber walk, they
0: call mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And, and she just, the girl got walked. We had a run on third, nobody on second. So she took the, got walked and she like, just started like walking to second base. Right. Cause nobody got there. Uh-huh. So the pitcher threw the ball to second base, trying to get the girl out there. Just, just walking. And then I'll run from third. Just, just go home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's how we won the game. You know what I mean? And, bro, stuff got real. It got real. <laughs> they, like, got really butt hurt, man. But at the end of the day, I tell people, man, like, because a lot of people know about that, right? And, like, man, it ain't. It's just, dude, like, it is what it is, man. Because everybody, they they try to come at me because I'm the noise maker out there.
0: Hey, gotta, all, yeah, you know how this gonna go. They're gonna always try to come at the one they feel is the spokesman of the group. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They was all trying to get me. I want you here now. I'm like, man, look, I ain't with all that. I'm over there. I, I done went over there to the dugout talking to the girls, and everybody like, no, get over here. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do nothing. Like, I'm no, not, like, that's not me. Yes.
0: Like, okay, I'm, I'm not just gonna... here, I'm just here to talk a good game, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It make you feel funny. <laughs> Bro,
1: <laughs> Bro, that's it, man. My wife be getting mad because she be like, Everywhere we go, like you, when I first met you, you was mean and this, uh, and now you like the nicest person. I'm like, Yeah, because I got kids, and yeah, um, oh, yes, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean. But, but yeah, man, so let's get into these seven on sevens, man. I, I see they got man, that stuff, that stuff be legit out there, man. I be wanting to take my son, yes. one <laughs>
0: That stuff is very legit, man. That's the new wave that is the wave. Um, It's the wave after tackle season. If you want to give your kids a breather from getting hit, because Mm -hmm. as we know in sports, you know what I'm saying, you only can play tackle football for a limited time. It's not like basketball. It's not like any other sport. It's a very, very violent sport. So you want to try to give your kids a break because down here and pretty much in Texas and all around the United States of America that have youth football we have turned youth football into a all-around year thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just a fall thing no more. Now they play spring and then you don't get a summer. They do summer games and then they roll it back into fall. And so now your kids are playing year round and their bodies are not getting the, the rest like we used to get rest and go right. to play different sports. Mm-hmm. So man, the 77 is just um it's a monster that came about, you know what I'm saying, in some years, but now kids are just really just jumping on it because you can get scholarships now and kids are now getting full rides to go to school because Lance, most of them, Right, because most kids are not getting seen
1: right now in in, in most high schools and tackle football. Let's be for real. It's the same. It's the same like that in high school. It ain't. It's about the select and so forth.
0: Yes, it's. So if your kid is not upper echelon, let's be for real. You don't. Or you don't. You know what I'm saying. Have a kid that can just go out there and outshine somebody in the position. You're going to have to find, as we call it, as coaching alternative measures to get your kids seen, because it's all about selling your kid these days. Let's be for yeah. real. It's all yeah. about selling your kid to get them to where or she where they trying to go and 7v7 is just another channel uh another organic channel as we say is something great for the kids to go out there you don't have to worry about getting tackled or getting physically hurt it is a grind uh it do take a physical toll on your body because you know i'm saying you are actually like playing football but it's touch um you're not getting like i say getting tackled or having to worry about you know what I'm saying getting like broken bones from getting blitzed or anything from blind sides So it's just another element for kids to go out there and just going to showcase their skill. Uh, We're getting into the big man, seven V seven two now to where more big man or doing more drills for them because it was just all about skill kids at one point in time. But now they're trying to open up the door for big boys now because we can't leave them out just because we have skill kids that can run around fast and catch balls. Big boys can do stuff too. So, 7v7 is just another avenue that I wish that more parents would look into if they are not already looking into it because they would see they, it would really excel their kid in whatever position that they're playing. I'm not even just talking about for football, just athletically, because it's very intimate. It's just like basketball almost, uh, 5v5, um, close quarters, very intimate. Um can't just really can't explain it. You, I guess you just say you have to play the game. You have to be there to, to to see or feel the environment. But 7v7 is just one of those 1v1 type grind it out, your man versus my man. What can he do? Can he lock him down? Can my man get open? Quarterbacks is basically put on the grind because guess what? Everything has to be pinpoint. So it's just basically learning and growing up, teaching these kids how to grow up and teaching more responsibilities because once you put the helmet on, you one player away from never playing this sport again, as we say. And so you really can't be out there really going through class and really trying to critique different things while you got the pass and helmet on. You got to do that really when you got
1: shorts and, and cleats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's – I be seeing that stuff, man. I will be like, dang, bro, like, like dang, man, I probably would have went out there if they would have had some of that when we was growing up. Or they probably did and we just didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, we, they, yeah, we know what I'm
0: saying. They did, but it just was, like I say it wasn't as big. And, you um, know what I'm saying, where we from, you know what I'm saying, small town, you know what I'm saying. We was big on basketball, big on football and stuff like that, but it wasn't big on, like, individual-type like type sports like that. So our kids now, I'm just grateful that they get a chance to be exposed to stuff like that because they had stuff like that for baseball. They had stuff like that for volleyball. They had stuff like that for every sport you can imagine, off-season stuff to where it's still – Like league type play, and you're still getting better and still winning. You're having accolades and stuff, but it's like not as as excruciating as the grind from the actual season that you would play. Okay. Yes.
1: And so, like, so, like, when you do, you know, you like you said, tackle, then then seven on seven. So you go, like, is it like, like, once your tackle season over, then you go into seven, seven on seven?
0: Oh, yes. Once tackle season over, like right now, we got a few kids, you know what I'm saying, that's still doing like Super Bowls and All Star games that's flying out to different states. But once they come back, everything pretty much starts in top of the year in January and it rides all the way into the summer. And uh, we just basically try to get kids uh, prepared and uh, rehab them through 7v7. Uh, you'll have kids that's doing 7v7 in track. You'll have kids doing 7v7 in basketball. You'll have 7v7 in a bunch of other multiple sports tied into it. And it's just really all about, like I say, just teaching kids, developing kids, crafting kids, and constantly every day making kids better and better and better. Like if that's not your goal when you come out there to coach kids. I try to tell people every day, like try to find something else to do because mm-hmm. a kid can win a trophy and you can win a ring or any day of the week. But what are you teaching the kid is what they're going to take with them every day of the week opposed to that ring or that trophy that's going to end up on your shelf, dusty, or in your garage somewhere in a box eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's just try to, like I say, teach these kids, no matter what sport they come from, you know what I'm saying, the right things. And 7v7 is just, I found, just a great avenue to rehab kids, kids that come in that had like, sprained ankles or tweaked bones from being tackled and bruised and all year, all uh, fall, uh, fall uh, season long. Now they can come in and slow down. You know what I'm saying? Shorts and cleats, little spandex uniform, run around, catch balls, run routes, learn coverages, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And by the time foul come around, your body didn't rehab, you haven't been tackled and everything, so you you're you ready to go.
1: Okay, that's 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 nice, man. I like your I like your coaching mentality. You don't get you don't get many people out there that got that mentality, man. You know what I mean? No. Like. Or be out there just for their kid. You know what I mean? Like we get a lot of that in, in softball. We got a lot of we call it daddy ball. Yeah. And I ain't gonna tell you no lie, brother. It starts off, man. You
0: have it starts off basically who you are around, the coaches that help you and uh help you become who the coach you eventually are today. And um trust me, I had some great mentors along the way who uh helped me get to where I'm at today. You know what I'm saying? To see that there's a bigger picture besides just getting your kid better because your kid is going to get better regardless you know what I'm saying with the team right mm-hmm. so you just have to learn how to refocus and retrain your mind on on uh, the way you're thinking like I say I've been doing this now for 16 years and I look back now I'm like I'm 36 and I tell myself we'll have time gone like I say because the first thing I could ever remember was I was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this because I'm too passionate um, I, like they say, I get in my feelings to uh, were way too quick behind this. But as I year, year after year went by, I had grew the love for the game. And now, you know what I'm saying? It's something that I can do. Like I said, with my eyes closed, because I actually sit, took time to sit and study it. So it's just all about putting yourself in a position to better yourself and putting yourself in a position to be open-minded and listening and yeah, opposed to always talking.
1: Right. You' right. That's yeah. That's legit, man. Because in softball, I'm pretty sure everything is, is all these sports is pretty sure all the same. When you got certain people that that just do it for kids, and mm-hmm. really are they are they really out there trying to get these kids better? Because yeah. is at at a younger age, it, most coaches have a kid on the team. Like I mean, that's mm-hmm. just it, it is what it is. It like, is what it I is. Mean, but you have to. You have to be that coach that's out there for all the kids, and not just your kid.
0: Come on now. Mm-hmm. And see,
1: I and see, like like me, I like to. I, I'm a learner, right? Since since I'm in a sport that I don't know nothing about, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing but for the from the what? Let me see. She started at four competitive. She did so six years. six mm-hmm. six six years in, and. Man, I'll but that's learn. what it. But
0: that's what it takes. Sometimes it takes for somebody that you love or somebody that's a ranger have a passion to make you passionate about something. Mm-hmm. And like I say, I would have never been passionate about football if, if my son never seen Odell Beckham catch that ball on Dallas Cowboys. That, that day. One. <laughs> <laughs> So so let's be for real. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm thinking maybe he was gonna see a jump shot, maybe LeBron James was gonna do a spin move to make him give a love for the basketball. But he's but, seen Odell Beckham catch a
1: football. <laughs> All the, all, the, all the basketball players, and you had to say LeBron?
0: Oh, man, you know I got two now since he's a Laker, but is no change. <laughs> I'm going to always keep it relevant. <laughs> <laughs> make sure
1: everybody know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. You know me, die hard like a man from the crater yeah, to already, the grave.
1: <laughs> already know. I already know. Yes,
0: but, but it's I- just it, – it's just crazy though, brother. Don't you know say that for all these years, like I can say that I can come back full circle now. Honestly, we can laugh about it and I can reference something like that
1: because it's it's serious. <laughs> Bro, and you know what's crazy. We used to we used to watch Braun on Cub TV.
0: Lord have mercy, you all the time. <laughs> all our highlights, and they
1: showing all his highlights. <laughs> Come on
0: now, you know how it used to be. That was the times right there. But that's but see that's what I'm saying. I'm so I'm, I'm glad. Don't say that you uh started this podcast and everything, and mm-hmm. because this is what we need to shine light on right here. Because if we had podcasts back then, like you have, you know what I'm saying right now, trust me. Trust me, you know what I'm saying it would be a better place. You know what I'm saying because we are shining light on the places and the areas that we need to shine light on.
1: <laughs> yes, sir, man, and and that's this is my part of of giving back. You know what I mean? I, yes, I, I yes.
0: Right,
1: You know what I mean? Like just going to all these tournaments and and everybody always saying this and saying that. You know, parents yes. got stuff to say about what. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay. So, I need the parents to, to understand this stuff from a coach's point of view. Yes. So, I like, why certain coaches do certain things, you know? Yes.
0: That's so why I was telling my son today, because I was telling you today, we were writing back and forth. I was like, man, I'm going to the Houston-Texas game. I had just got those tickets, like, spontaneously, like, swear, just had just got them spontaneously. So, we at the game, and I'm telling my son today, like, hey, got to get back, man. I said, I got to do my classmate podcast, because like I told my son, you know what I'm saying, we obligate to something, you know what I'm saying, we we keep our word, you yeah. know what I'm saying, we make sure we do it, because that shows integrity, you know what I'm saying, that shows at the end of the day, that you know what I'm saying, you're not doing things for a favor, you're doing things out of the genuineness and kindness, because hey, this is what you meant to do, yeah. but like I got my son, man, this is what it's about, and I'm glad that uh you're doing this, I'm glad that I'm a part of this, you know what I'm saying, because like I say, every day, we're making history, this is history right now, Right. Uh, like yes, I can't wait for the next time that I'm on the podcast. I'll say maybe I can bring some of my coaches on, and we can get their um their uh, insight on the game too. We, we, we gonna get into all that. We gonna yes. get,
1: we yes. gonna cause, cause cause like man, I'm like in the softball world, man. I can get a softball person like every week. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't want to just make it about softball. I want to make it about all the sports soccer lacrosse look if i can get in anybody that's in the youth sport that's what i'm trying to reach out to
0: yeah and tie it all together
1: yeah man like like next week bro i got a dude man from out of state state you know what i mean just a connection i got with one of the dudes that was on my podcast and he helped me out you know what i mean i I can't say the name yet you know (laughs) yeah i don't want to fall yeah you know what i mean like like this the same how you like you already i coaches this and that like I met dude and the dude out he's from Houston too he yeah. just where <laughs> from Houston you know what I mean like like I didn't met man so many good people like just being standing at a softball game you know it's I mean it's not all me but you know when you got a daughter that's out there just doing outrageous stuff. And everybody want to know who the parents is. You know what I mean? Exactly. So,
0: you yeah. know. What I mean?
1: So like, like if I tell, I I be messing with my wife all the time. I say it's because I'm I'm famous in the softball world, right? Hey,
0: as parents, we're taking higher come because
1: these are kids. Yeah, man. Like, like you know what I mean? So like, she just she just do all these crazy things out there, man. And and she play up. You know what I mean? She she playing with older girls, so so she got a she out there she got to push extra hard to yeah. keep up. You know what I mean? But she still gets her shine on, man, and playing with older girls consistently. And sh- these other coaches still recognize who she is on the field, bro.
0: Yeah, man, because iron sharpens iron at the end of the day, and that's what mm-hmm. it's about. Uh, you no, know, you know how we
1: grew up. We grew up hard. We ain't yes gonna go by. We talk to each other crazy. I talk to my bro. I talk to my kids just like I talk to adult, just without profanity.
0: Come on, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, know? sir. I, we give it to them. You have to give it to them that way. Okay. And most most people when they see that, and I'm gonna I say most people because it's not all, but most when they mm-hmm. see that, oh man, they they really understand why we do that. Yeah. They see it in the kid, especially when they play. They like, oh, okay, I get it. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm yep like it's i had to like you know what i mean not like tell them but like break down to to some parents you know what i mean mm-hmm. like hey you know what i mean like figure out how far can you get on your kid case
0: yes you like have to push you have to find out their limits
1: you have to find out and i had i did that but i started you know when she was in t-ball i found out that like i can yell but I gotta watch how I yell and what I say.
0: Yes, because yes.
1: Because girls is they will start crying in the middle of a game. It-
0: <laughs> mine different. Mine different. My oldest son, oldest son, he's aggressive. Um, I can. I was a uh, very loud with him. I mm. can yell at him. He a boy. He a ball his little fists up. Man, he'll <laughs> just he'll just turn into just this this kid that I just I I, I just never seen before. He turned to a super athlete. Now, but- Martino, he's the reserve. I don't have to holler at him. I started off hollering at him, but then I found out that I don't have to holler at him because if I holler at him, he's the one that breaks down. Mm-hmm. But he gives me the most. So I found out with him, I don't have to ever holler at Kobe. only thing I have to do up to my general and tell him is to tell him exactly what coach need him to do. And what I tell him what I need him to do, or either any coach tell him what he needed to do, they get the best out of him. Mm-hmm. But, but anytime anybody yell at him, they understand he'll shut down. Because yeah. he, he's shut down. He's quiet. He don't get in trouble. Never brought in a bad remark ever. So <laughs> we just try to teach coaches that, too, that kids need to have a balance. Because so every kid can't be yelled at. And I do have one that can't be
1: yelled at. <laughs> yep. I'm the same, same way. Same way. And and I guess, like, you know, certain coaches, that's their way. they their style. Like, their style is yelling. Like, yes nothing wrong with that so I, mm-hmm. I know some of the best coaches that can yell yeah yeah but yes hear that coaching. you know what i mean like that's you i don't have a problem with that mm-hmm. but i got to explain to you like if you yell at my daughter like that you like you might as well sit it down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like seriously
0: like, like seriously, so you know your child best
1: yeah you know and but Good thing that the coaches that I've had to talk, tell that to, they understand. You know what I mean? They, like, okay, like, no problem. Like, you know what I mean? I know. Uh, Yes. 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 And I love coaches like that, though.
0: Uh, I love coaches like that, the ones you could tell. And then you could see it actually on the field through their coaching that they actually took what you said to heart about your style. So I really appreciate the coaches that do that because, honestly, I have coached my kids all the way up until previously the last year or two. And now, recently, I've been like trying to let others, you know, what I'm saying like coach them, and it's been going great. Like I said, I've been sitting back having a blast.
1: Yeah, buddy. So, let's let's get into. <laughs> let's, Talk about give, it. Talk give, about it. Give me, give me one of your craziest stories. I'm pretty sure I already know what it's gonna be. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me one of your craziest stories. Of us going going to a basketball game or home game and give let me let the people know
0: <laughs> brother we had so many as no saying, we say we had to box his hits of memories My you know, coming God. through Brenham and you know one that's just always going to stick out to us is I'm going to it's always going to be that um that tum ball game <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Lord, it's gonna always be that tomball game. Oh. Being out there in ball, putting a beat down on them, and then they want to fight. And Lord, this is just crazy. <laughs> How can you go into somebody else's house and you mm-hmm. expecting all the hospitality, mm-hmm. and knowing that you're not going to get it, but you end up winning so 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 big? <laughs> Where you basically have to fight a whole nother battle just to get up out of the area, <laughs> just to get out.
1: <laughs> bro, man, we was just man, hey, but I wish we had that mindset And you know, yes. we down back then we don't want to stay tight, bro.
0: Brother, and if just, we could have the mindset, we would have won multiple because I, I say the junior and senior, however, you said it was still good, but just so you said, the mindset wasn't there from uh. The town where we were from, you know, so we knew how to play the game at a very high level. We was very raw, unpolished. And the only thing that I can honestly say that we was lacking, you hit it on the head, like you said, was just the mindset.
1: Yeah. Yep. And, and that was would...
0: mindset. But the, like you say, but going down there playing the game and leaving that game and getting on the bus and <laughs> going all the <laughs> way to the McDonald's ordering our food, thinking that we gonna get back on the bus, our peaches and cream. You're right. We have one of our uh players that graduated with us old folk, a classmate uh, JC Kimball, mm. you know what I'm saying, thinking you know and I'm saying it's a good idea to fight everybody that we played.
1: <laughs> everybody.
0: Everybody, <laughs> no matter which team we play, I don't care if it was you know saying, a rival or an unrival. Right. We were fighting every team. If- <laughs> and that was just crazy and ridiculous knowing that as soon as the buzzer struck zero 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 you had to get ready to fight <laughs>
1: that boy jc was a hey, a dog but just that boy was crazy yeah
0: a, a walking double double but getting oh. into so much stuff man to where you know we riding down the road and like i say uh i never get i was drinking a um a dr pepper <laughs> And uh the boys pulled up in on us on the side of us on the bus. I think they was in a uh, in a Mustang. A drop top Mustang. Yeah, drop top Mustang. <laughs> and I and he had on a white, uh, I want to say a white jogger suit. I don't wanna say whether it was Nike, Puma, whatever. Yeah. I, I couldn't see that, but I just know it was white. And um man, I know by the end of that night it was brown, cause I chunked that night. <laughs> That nice old cold Dr Pepper, there. We all seen it. That was the highlight of the night. Actually, see that soda splash on that. that.
1: We all out the window. I'm lucky the bus ain't tip over. (laughs) We.
0: Oh man, that was two wins for tonight, man. Two wins knowing that we won it on the court. You know what I'm saying? And we won it off the court holding each other down. But we did that everywhere that we went. It didn't matter, what I saying? everywhere we went. Even in Temple, we went down there, went to the mall getting NBA headbands and NBA socks and coach trying to make us take it off, but we take still, it wore, but right, coach, we still wore it. But anyway.
1: we still wore anyway. We won this court. Everybody. I'm like, sorry. Coach,
0: like, like real talk, it. like Coach, we beating the brakes off people every day, every right. week. So we gotta wear. Well, we gonna wear. Well. We can't be wearing no. that fruit gazy stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: And hey, good thing, boy. Coach King was a legit coach, man. You know, what I mean? yes, yes. We, I think, and did what he wanted us to do. We ain't had no, never had a problem with Coach King. Man. No static at all, man. None, no. none, man. The the one thing I want, I laugh at, man, at practice when he got mad at Calvin. Do Wilson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look here, all King wanted us to do, man, was run star right, and when we get on fast break, push that ball.
1: Yes, <laughs> just, just hey, run, hey, and I be telling people, bro, like, like that's all we. It's crazy that that we press so much.
0: Yes, yes,
1: but, but we never like ran in practice.
0: Never Our did. Running
1: was just pressing JV.
0: That was all. That was all. Because we was, honestly, we was a disciplined team. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you said, we were a state team. We played yep. Kendrick Perkins, Beaumont and We played these cats. And you know, I'm saying? Kendrick Perkins right now. Mm-hmm. TNT, you know what I'm saying? ESPN. He's, you know I'm saying, a, basically a future Hall of Famer. We played these kids. Mm-hmm. We played these guys. So, at the end of the day, I have to give kudos to Coach King. Kudos to Coach Mangan. Kudos mm-hmm. to all the coaches, you know what I'm saying, along the way that just – you Know what I'm saying? Came in and it was just like, Hey, gave us a chance to be us because yep. today it could have been a whole lot different. You know, what I'm saying we was the first team in 2004 who got a commercial out of Brian KBTX. yeah, buddy. Never yep. get that at the commercial in the parking lot. So, in the
1: parking lot, yeah, yeah
0: great days, man. Great mm-hmm. days,
1: and man, Burnham has some teams coming up too. Man, i I, didn't, I know I know I didn't really like get into it until like probably i got we got to, i got the high we got to high school, but shit. just looking back being all the you know all the the stories man Burnham has some
0: dogs <laughs> brother when you get like I say our age how we are now you been able to sit back and you can get yeah. rosters and look at stats and stuff and really enjoy what you're looking at. Man, you'll see that Brigham, Texas, them Brigham, Texas, man, we had a, a lot of dogs that came through that school. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to tell you the truth, a lot of us, a lot of us who didn't play ball through Brown, don't I'm saying, should be still playing ball at a very high level uh-huh. right now. But like I say, it was a journey that we went through. It was our town. I don't take nothing from it,
1: don't regret nothing that we don't mm-hmm. say that happened. Oh
0: Man, shoot. we hung up some banners. We, oh, yeah. we, we left. We left our up- thing.
1: And and our archer, everybody before us, I think they always never sold Yeah, we didn't really rival with Navasota like that. I mean, it was there, but I don't, I think we played them once once, right? We yeah. Okay. Well, yeah,
0: maybe like once, twice, maybe not in, in a tournament. You know, yeah, with, like we didn't we didn't stuff. have
1: them on the schedule, but when we did, I think that's when that big fight broke out, and they was yeah. like,
0: yeah. <laughs> And that's when they just had to basically just go ahead and do without it. Out. And that's when all the district and the the numbers and stuff started changing. And it worked yeah. out in front of everybody's favor. Mm-hmm. Because I think we ended up going to like a four way and they started putting yeah. it down to a three A.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, one one thing, one when we when we started getting into it with Waller, where we was at Cameron.
0: Yeah, Cameron Yeoman, that game I never get that game. We when uh, they, put that they term-
1: balls at half court and JC went get the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, it's kind of hard though when we go down there. We wasn't the tallest team. You the know, so smallest had, team. At the smallest, real tall. But we were putting numbers up.
1: <laughs> we the only team pulling up in our green suit, suit jackets. Yes, man. Y'all hearing this here right here on this
0: podcast, man. We was the only team. Y'all can look this up right now. We was the only oh. team in 2004 who beat Austin the LBJ. Mm-hmm. They was having – I think they had about uh, two, like, six, 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 seven cats at the time. Yeah. We played them, and we beat them, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean – I, I second what you say. We should have had at least, you know what I'm saying, a state run. We could have had a state title. But, we should
1: have been in the top four at least. Obviously. Yeah, man,
0: because Bo Munn Ozen, like I say, man, like I said, that game, them games right there against and Perkins, you know what I'm saying, come down to the wire. Yeah. Uh, lost the game by one. then lose the game by, three, uh, what, three or four? One year
1: with the, with the fake with the member the coaches gave Coach King this whole false report though yeah you? the false report yeah, yeah but yeah and see and that was week
0: 2 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it was a lot of stuff that didn't go okay. out referees running off the court one year so mm, it, yeah. you know what I'm saying as a kid we tell kids don't leave it up and we tell kids today don't mm-hmm. leave it to the refs hands
1: yep same thing as the yep same thing same thing we tell in softball that's yeah. why I tell look I tell my daughter. Look, you striking out is part of your game, but what yes. try not to do is strike out looking.
0: Yes, looking swing that looks strike right out,
1: swing that sucker, and bro, like she, like she just she got the most strikeouts, but she got the most RBIs. She got the highest batting percentage. You know what I mean? Like, and, and this is the the youngest girl on the team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like she just she aggressive at the plate. She don't. She she going for it. She you gotta you gotta be pitching either slow slow or just too fast for her to see the ball. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I would
0: rather be aggressive as a player. We are gonna go on the offense every time first. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We gonna we gonna leave nothing a chance.
1: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, because today like I can say
0: because everything didn't change now. You can't be slow and take your time how it used to be and pace yourself. Yeah. If these kids are different. You have. have- to. Yes, you have to get on the jump early, and you have to stay on these kids early. Because if you don't, I'm telling you, you'll be up one minute, then you'll look over, and next thing you know, you're down. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you just have to learn to not say, not pace yourself. You just have to learn how to play at your speed, but keep that foot on the tiger neck, as they say.
1: Mm-hmm. All the time. All the
0: time. All the time. All the time. All the time.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, let's get – Let's get into this swaggy Lee sports. I seen it it just popped up, start popping up. I'm like at first I'm like, What you know what? Hold on. Yes, yes, but, man. How you got into that? Because shit, that's something I've actually been been looking into to try to, you know, pop up a little little clothing line or something like that. Man, but it took me but a journey. Swaggy a... apparel ain't too bad, you know?
0: Oh no, man. It's a journey, man. It started with me, uh, Honestly, uh, having an injury, it tore my Achilles. Mm -hmm. And um, once I tore my Achilles, man, um, I had a lot of downtime. And with me having a lot of downtime, I was coming around a lot of ideas. And ideas was basically, was just like you say, you say, giving back to my community. Mm -hmm. And in my community, it got real bad at one time of overcharging, overpricing for uniforms and stuff for kids, apparel. We just trying to play for peewee football and we we're yeah. in charge like we are wearing louis vuitton gucci out here on uniforms and That's so not- yeah man so man i'm one year i'm not even gonna put the guy out there like i say but i'm paying right at a hundred something bucks for some spandex just to wear but me being my first year doing this i'm just trying to make sure the kids are happy and we're doing it but the whole time, you know what I'm saying, we're not having nothing on the back end for the kids as far as like banquets or parties or extra stuff that the kids might want during the season. Mm-hmm. So, man, we uh, sat down. I, I came up with a vision myself, and I had some guys around me, some real good friends of mine that uh, know that when I come up with something and I say I want to do it, I'll do it. I don't believe in just giving, selling dreams. I actually believe in putting stuff in motion. And I put it in motion with these uniforms and just took a step, a step out on faith and started me a business and it's, it's been blossoming ever since. And you can find me on all platforms, Swaggy lead on Instagram, Swaggy lead on Facebook, uh, Swaggy lead on Twitter. You can go up to a Swaggy lead on my website. You can learn so much more about us. Uh, we are right now stationed out of the Katie uh, Houston area. And we basically are open to all kids, all states, all cities, no matter where you're from, to come out and play sports. Right now, we are in our 7v7 league right now. And basically you come and you don't try out. We don't believe in trial. We believe that every kid has something special to give. We or if not, we're gonna put it up in you. And by the time you leave here, mm-hmm. you're gonna leave with that swagger lead experience. And that's the motto we we said we stick by. But we just are in uh, an in-house. Uh, organization that basically just mentor and train kids, but we also are an apparel store to where you can get any uniform no matter you play baseball, soccer, basketball, football, track, it don't matter. We make it. If you're looking for it, come to us. Quick turnaround. We'll get it in and out. Everything is everything. Our motto is we keep them fresh one team at a time. And this Swag Elite, like I say, has been around now for two years. and We're a small business. And hopefully, within the next few years, we've we'll been and to took over. You know, what I'm saying hopefully, this whole little area over here because we have a, a great fan base. Honestly, we have a great fan base right now behind us. A lot of great sponsors right now behind us. And we're just every day just getting better and better, pushing and just trying to get your kids the experience of the lifetime. Like I said, from like today, going from Texans game, uh, having pizza parties when they come to football practice. Um, Whatever it could be, you know what I'm saying? We just try our best to step in and try to be that public servant in the community and make sure that these kids are are basically getting everything they need to get that we didn't get or we did get growing up. Mm
1: -hmm. That's what it's all about right there. Yeah,
0: man. Like I say, man, took a faith in there with my, like I say, business partner. And we just decided, like, hey, Lou, Go ahead and do what you say you was gonna do, man. LLC. let C let's let's go ahead and do this, man. Cause the kids deserve to to have somebody, especially like like he said, like myself, a person of integrity, a person that he knows gonna do the right thing by these kids and just basically keep pushing these kids forward because everyday kids are constantly getting wiped out by the streets, getting wiped out by yep. jail, getting wiped out by everything that besides the positive stuff that we we're trying to influence our kids so i'm just doing my part right now like i say 36 uh i did my fast share uh out there when i was young uh not helping and it's just time for me to give back and like i say 16 years of doing this and i love every
1: minute of it every minute of it yes yeah, sir <clears throat> yeah that's what's up man that's a y'all go y'all check out that boy man check it out yeah he be at fire I'm right. telling you,
0: man. Y'all come out, man. Check us out, Swag Elite. We start in January 14, 15. Y'all could catch us at Kemperder High School in Sugar Land, Texas, at the premier USA event. We will be uh, starting our kickoff for our season for Swag Elite second season. We are looking this year to go all the way, take state again on all levels, and hopefully, like I say, win national on all levels. Like I say, last year we had it state title on our 12 u We had national finals on our 12 u we had our 12 u bringing in almost about i want to say like eight to nine different uh titles around in tournaments we had our 10 u bringing in almost about like about 11 to 12 different titles around the, uh, the city it was just a great experience our eight nine nine year old was just you just got to see the eight nine year old y'all eight nine-year-old kids these days are just they're different they different they very different man he loved Popeye's all day long running around here like lightning, like our classmate, our uh, one of our classmates, Brandon Martinez, a great, great, great youth football mentor and coach down here. He's another one, he has a son that's been playing youth football since the age 80s. Oh. Of... Yes, hope not oh. yes. out to be <laughs> Martinez out here, you know what I'm saying, KD area doing this thing, but yeah, man. Man, all platforms, Swag League Sports, man. Just make sure you check us out. Check us out. Swag League Sports, all platforms.
1: And y'all and y'all start the um, 7v7 at what age group?
0: We start you at age 7, but we do take you at age 4 to develop you, train you, and mentor you to get you ready. So by the time you turn 7, you already know the game. There are some kids right now who are very, very smart, you in know or, or in, in into the game. And some parents really do put their kids into the game at a very early age. I was one of them putting my son in, my second son in at the age of four. And let me tell you, it's a big difference if a kid really loves what he do, mm-hmm. opposed to a kid who just getting through to something because his mother or his father wanna see he or she do something.
1: Yeah, buddy. That's a like, hey, that's a bad in in softball around is is bad. Yes. Like, like parent just, I played, I was good, so you got to play. No, no, there are some kids that, yeah, they they, they ball out. But <laughs> you can tell the ones where they don't want to do it. <laughs> come
0: on now. Come on now.
1: <laughs> they they so bad out there, it's like, come on, man. You know, at, at what age you going to realize that your kid don't like this? Yes. but have already been developing him, him, her in another sport. You yeah know, nowadays these kids is fully developed and ready to go at six you
0: <laughs> exactly that's why i say they totally different like i say i'm seeing kids right now that kids walking up and these are like i call them like super athletes like these kids really have it and i just hope that the parents that do have these kids they don't do them a disservice you know what i'm saying by putting them around or putting them with coaches who's not going to help them as far as like benefit them as far as like crafting making sure that everything they're teaching them you know saying is helping them and benefiting them instead of benefiting themselves because anybody can teach a kid to be successful by just doing the same thing over and over and over and then we know what that is in the definition of that's a definition of somebody being crazy doing something the same thing over and over again and getting the same and expecting a different result but getting the same result so no we want to make sure we give kids something different Teach them something different every day and develop their little minds because, trust me, we don't know if these kids are going to grow up to like the sport after the sport is over.
1: Right. Yep. Because in, in softball, you have them, I mean, once they get to the 10 you, you'll start seeing the difference. And yes. Process, that's that's going to play and, and that's not going to play.
0: Yes, and you see that all the time. And so, like I say, it takes, it takes an
1: eye to see that. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's just that's just what it is. Yeah, you just gotta got hope that you know what I mean. I mean that the kid like it, and and that's why parents they need to just if they like it, don't just tell them this is what you're gonna do, nothing yep. else. Like,
0: yeah, Because just recently, my sons, so I'm proud of him because like I can say he picked up a basketball and um he's been challenging himself with that, and believe it or not, he's actually pretty good, and he never even played it. I never played played an organized game, my son Kobe. Never played an organized game. He always played football, but he played basketball, like I say, the neighborhood plenty of times. He always played it around, stuff like that. But he's pretty good. And so I just think that's coming from just the athlete standpoint of the game. Yeah, it's athlete.
1: That's it. Didn't he play baseball for a little while, too?
0: Played baseball, too. And so we didn't try it at all, man. One thing about me, we try not to be stagnant. We try to move around and do a lot of stuff. And uh, this year, after we didn't even do tackle football this season, we took a year off. Uh, Everybody thought I was joking with it. They're like, man, you going to take a a year off, Lou? I'm like, man, my son been playing since he's been four. And then he been playing year round. And he been playing football, tackle, 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 and, and every year with him being as good as he is, everybody's gonna always want him, especially at quarterback. And you, if you don't got no quarterback, you don't right. got nothing. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Does. So with him being yeah. very
0: knowledgeable, yes, I had to give him a year off, of, bro, because uh his body was like I say taking a toll, getting banged up, and when he took him a year off, like he didn't got healthy. Uh, he's a ten year old kid wearing a size eight in men's shoes. <laughs> yes he's a giant so i try to tell people like y'all don't understand that i'm molding and thinking about the bigger picture down line you know what I'm saying the bigger picture for us is friday night lights first varsity hopefully by freshman year then after that we go to college then take it with day by day and then if he want to go pro and pro is, is is a part of the plan then we can go that route. But if it's not a part of the vision, then we'll go whatever route that he wanna go because at the end of the day is ultimately his life. Yep. Yeah, so, but no, nah, man, right now we just pushing. This is what he wanna do right now. So I'm gonna push and do my daddy, my daddy and my coach duty and give him everything that he need or everything that I know he needs to be successful.
1: Yeah, buddy man, I wish, man. Boy, I, yeah, You just know, it's crazy, right? We sitting here just chopping it up. Yeah, when we was these little knuckleheads, that <laughs> yeah, because I usually I usually ask a question like, what would the older you tell the younger you? But I think, but no, that is
0: there. a good question because the older, what would the the older me tell the younger me? The older me would tell the younger me. I I thought about this plenty of time. It would I would tell I would tell the younger me to slow down, be more be more patient but at the same time be more open-minded to suggestions because I'm an Aries, Lord have mercy, I'm an Aries, and sometimes I can always come across, you know what I'm saying, like I may feel like I know the answer to everything, but in actuality I don't. I'm just, you know what I'm saying, just could be just like the next-door person to me, just be a very intelligent young man or a very intelligent person, but I might just feel like I know it. But I would tell the younger me to slow down, be patient, be more open minded and go more harder, especially in the areas that I've deemed that right now is at this age. I feel like I left a lot in I left a lot in art. I left a lot in my music as far as like uh, playing a saxophone. I so left a lot in basketball. I, th- I think about that every night. Every bro,
1: you too. Because, man, look, when <laughs> about, man, what was this? Yeah, we graduated 2004. Yeah. About 2013, 14. Man, look. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, in shape, heavier. Yeah. Um, it was toothpicks, man. Yep. Oh, but, yes. and, and,
0: and I don't, and that's not a knock on the school. I just feel like we was coming through that era to that, through that, through that era to where they were just figuring out how to put all in athletes. Mm-hmm. And we had to be that sacrificial lamb, as they said, the test, the test, the test, uh, I ain't going to say test dummies, but we had to be the test, the test players. And, man, we came through and. Like I said, man, if we just had half of this stuff that these kids got neck, I look at my kids now, like I say, I tell them they be on Vertimax machines, KB machines, yeah.
1: regular weight room.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we had regular weight room, man. Right. And go outside and go play. And yeah. But it's different times and different days. Like I tell my kids, just the only thing we can do is live in the moment. Uh, uh, and try not to rush the process because, man, this year for my son playing senior ball, his senior year, it's like every year went by slow. But then his senior year hit this and year. It blurred. And it, it blurred. <laughs> we went all the way to deep in the playoffs the fourth round, uh losing to uh, Smithson Valley, a very great team out of Seguin, down at by Game, Texas. Yeah. And, man. Smithson Valley
1: about 45 minutes from me.
0: Yeah, man, so – you understand, like, brother, we were there before. One day you plan and the next day you telling your kid how fast this can go by if you don't slow down and, and really enjoy what you're doing.
1: Yeah, because you know once we got out of high school. Because you, wh- where you went to school at?
0: I went to TSU. I went to, I, we, I had signs of Grambling, and I was going to little Louisiana, and I was going to uh, Grambling, And then I ended up making a, uh, uh, we going to say, yeah, I won 80 and came on back closer to home and I went to TSU. I always knew I was going to black college um, mm-hmm. because, like I say, basketball at that time, it, was the, it wasn't top of my priority. I could play it. I was like real fucking good at the shit, but, mm-hmm. but it was just like it wasn't the top of my priority. It was mostly art. I, I had really got into art and building and stuff like that man I really seen the the end game in it but I didn't know how hard that stuff was to to get into that stuff even when I first went to college man if I knew what I knew now I would have probably went to kinesiology uh major way and did something yeah. like training like I am today you know, you know dude, was, had degree in it. yeah yeah I had a degree in the stuff instead of having a degree in stuff that I not I'm not doing today but it's just crazy mm-hmm. that that's the route that we had to go. I went to TSU, Texas Southern, and did that for two years, man. And like I say, I tried to do the basketball thing there up under Coach Courtney from Willow Ridge to um, Coach T.J. Ford and them boys. But it, it just – I didn't have that same feeling. You know, what I'm saying? It wasn't a feeling like we had, like, knowing that I had y'all every day, my boys, and it, I don't know. I guess I was homesick. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: bro, hey. Let the as as crazy and like how we just had that whatever mind, bro. We look forward to going to basketball practice
0: every freaking I, day.
1: About to have a ball in basketball practice. We didn't talked about it all day long in class, yep. but we was in almost every class together. All
0: yep. <laughs> yeah, I can say it now, cause we done just over done. But I remember when I had moved to a different town, and they, like I said, they were trying to get me to to go play ball down there instead. Yeah. The and I was like, man, y'all must be crazy. <laughs> like if y'all think I'm finna, I'm finna leave my boys like that, bro. Like, like it wasn't going down, and it was tempting, but the temptation is never, never good. <laughs>
1: yeah, for real, cause we woulda killed y'all over there. You woulda, you woulda <laughs> helped. You <laughs> him said they had nothing.
0: Facts, bro. I would have been hurt knowing that when we played y'all in tournaments, or even even we didn't play in tournament, just to know that my district record was gonna be man what it was because well, shit they was they wasn't they wasn't popping like we was popping like we was on some other stuff down there, Brenham.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, and that's that. Burnham, they they was. I mean, yeah, they had the thing in basketball, but you no, know, Burnham. They all was all about football.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing because the basketball wave didn't come until we touched it, and that was the whole thing about it. Like, when they go back and you actually go to that school, and I done been to it numbers of times after I didn't graduated, if you go down the hallway and you look at the trophies and you look at the way they move and you look at the dates and the times, you can see exactly when basketball turned in in Brenham, and it turned 03, 04. Nothing was never the same after us. But like after us, we gave like I tell the people like hey shit, y'all might y'all might have reaped the benefits of it, but we paved the way for it like the 5 Five. If it wasn't for us 304 niggas, mm-hmm. Y'all y'all wouldn't have none of this shit, bro. Like let yep. be for real. Let's be for real. Hey
1: Coach King, we was the first team that, that got Nike.
0: Come on now, come on we now.
1: We started that Nike stuff. <laughs> come
0: on now, that, bro, that's big when you blowing out every team and you basically mm-hmm. pull it up knowing that this is what's going to happen. But like you say, that was back then. Yeah, like man. I said, these kids now, I tell my son, like, man, it's ridiculous, brother, the the the, the perks that these kids get just to play for these top schools. Yeah. But, but hey, I'm happy because if you're able to give your kids that, give it to them because yeah, they only get to do this one
1: time. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. Give them everything. Give me, me everything. Got, hey, look, I got five dollars. Well, you need some socks or something. Let's go get these. Let's socks. go. Come
0: on now. I'm gonna go down to my last penny behind them. <laughs> what?
1: I'm, yeah. Real talk, real talk, man. Like I say, I enjoyed mine, but now I'm gonna make sure my kids enjoy theirs. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Yeah, we and I already know. I'm pretty sure you the same. We going to. The limit, how you how you said the sky is limit, but it ain't no sky. We I'm going to tell you.
0: That. I asked it all the way to the stars, baby, till it ain't nothing not there no more. <laughs> like I tell them, because at the end of the day, when you look back on it, money gonna come, money gonna go, but mm. one thing that you can't get back, you can't get back that time. And I would rather be spending that time instead of wasting that time. That's why I tell my kids, like right now, like man, think about it. Two hours a day, you don't even do this all day. But for two hours a day, if you dedicate yourself to your craft, whatever that craft may be in life, I guarantee it. By the end of whatever, in the journey, whatever you're trying to get to, you're gonna be okay. Cause it's not about you winning everything. Like I got try to tell my kids, it's just about being
1: okay. Yep. And if you get perks from it along the way, hey, let's get yes, it. Let's get it. Cause I mean, you gonna winning like you ain't you ain't, uh, you ain't really. Yeah. really. Yeah just winning like you know what I mean coaches want for your talent
0: <laughs> exactly because because winning is already in the DNA yeah. you know what i saying mean? it's already in the DNA mm-hmm. so that's already understood like who don't come to win nothing like we come to win that's understood yep. like, yeah. yeah, but you gotta do what you gotta do for yourself and like I say these kids because they'll get sucked up and before bad. you know it
1: bad. I told my kids man look I'm not gonna tell you. You pick whatever you want to play. I don't care if you in the band, but come on now, you gotta do something.
0: I tell him you gotta do something. You can't be stagnant
1: because they slow motion, no motion, oh no, no. That ain't gonna work. You ain't gonna get no no scholarship sitting in the mm-mm,
0: house. Mm-mm. Oh, That's no. why I tell my son, I can't tell you no lie, man. He went out and got it because for mm-hmm. three years, like I said, the school we were at, it wasn't panning out with the coaches, like. He can get A's all day, be honorable all day, but he's trying to play for a certain scholarship, which is athletically. And like I tell my son all the time, sometimes you have to uproot yourself and move from, from comfortability and content and do something that's not basically that's not um that's not perfect for for the situation. Cause perfect for the situation would be, I guess, staying and going through the storm. But yeah. sometimes Perfect for the situation is moving and making a change and starting fresh and new.
1: hmm oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I like Yeah. It. yeah. I, I, sometimes you gotta go to the, something new. You no, know seriously, I mean? seriously,
0: especially when when it's not get when you're not seeing progress or, or basically when you're seeing a change, and the change is not what you wanted to see. And for me, my thing is I don't ever want to see a, ch- a kid lose a passion. And for my oldest son, he had lost his passion for a little minute because he was at a school to where they didn't care about, they didn't care about the art of football. And we call it art. We don't call it the sport. We call it the art of football in mean, my son, because my son, my oldest son, like, like he is very passionate about football and he might go to be, he might go off to be a great trainer somewhere after he played at Sam Houston, whatever God got playing for him. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, for him, he would have been so much more, you know what I'm saying, if we would have went a different route. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you sometimes you have to take what God gives you and keep pushing. But like I tell him, the good thing is he get one more ride at this. And one more ride is he get to play it at the college level. Most people yeah. don't get to play this at the college level.
1: Mm, you ain't lying. Yeah, so
0: I told him, you get one more ride at this, boy. So, you go one more ride at this. And if we do this right, I told him then you could do another ride. And he's seen it today, watching the Houston Texas game. But it's just all about speaking it into existence, claiming it, and manifestation. I believe in manifesting everything. And if you can manifest it, I believe it'll come into fruition.
1: Yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. It's, man, you know, it's, it's crazy that. Shit, once we graduated we ain't really taught like literally at all once I, once I graduated i got lost i ain't even gonna lie
0: i got all lost. got lost <laughs>
1: got <laughs> lost i was a tunnel vision on the complete wrong thing and man it's crazy when when i was in that tunnel vision i tried to to coach a, a little dribblers and when remember i moved back to Louisiana right after i graduated Mm-hmm. And I was in there, you know what I mean, like trying to, trying. I'm gonna say trying because I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't something at the moment that I wanted to do. I was just, I didn't have time for, for that. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: time for other things that I shouldn't have had time for. You yeah, know? That was me too. Yeah. And then you sit back and you're like, dang hey, man, I could have really helped them kids out. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. Like them kids, I was just going to practice, just joking around. I want to be in there shooting, you know what I mean? And yeah. you know what I mean? And now, after some years passed, and I was sitting back, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, yeah,
0: like, man, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I was real thin early, man. I was real thin at 16, 17. I was real thin, real early with this coaching, man. And uh, it was, it was something about it from day one. It was something about it from day one, going home, knowing that I had responsibility to do more than just draw up a play. Mm-hmm. I had to do more than just figure out how to win a game. And for me, that I took that real, real serious. And now I'm running, like I say, a whole organization. I got to do playbooks. I got to do first aid kids. I got to do food and, what <laughs> and itineraries. like. And you got to work. <laughs> Brother, and you got a full time job, so I try to t- <laughs> I try to tell these parents, and but they give Coach Lou, they give me the Coach Prime treatment because they know m- what my heart is. Uh, my heart, like I say, is is solely on these kids right now, and I will tell anybody, I don't care who you are, if you're not about these kids, I will escort you to the nearest exit. I do it all the time. I don't mean no harm by it, but we all fall short. But my fall shark is not finna call is not to come from mistreatment of kids, uh, not coaching them the right way or not mentoring them the right way or basically coming at them, showing them something other than what I'm preaching. So I try to tell them, hey, man, hey, we got these kids with the eyes on us. Let's do what we have to do. But on top of that, let's have fun because ultimately we're not getting paid. We volunteer at the end of the day, and it's about having fun, really.
1: Yeah, buddy. So, starting off, you're okay. You going into a game, mm-hmm. and all right. Let's say, let's say the game on a line. What, what kind of play? You know, you can change it up just in case you know so your your, your rifles or something.
0: Listening,
1: to <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. What kind of play you gonna draw up? Is all right. Let me give you a, a scenario. Is third and third and three, mm-hmm. three. You got thirty seconds. What what's the play? You go. You you trying to? You, okay, you at the twenty five yard line. Okay, All right. You you right there. You about to score. You gonna draw up a play to score on that third and three? Are you trying to get the first, or what you trying to do?
0: All right, with, with with me, we had a conversation earlier, I'm a very aggressive type guy. And if we third and three situation, nine times out of ten, I'm going to pretty much try to go for it. Every play I pretty much run, as we say in youth football, we try to we try to go for the home run, no matter what what play it is, first down, second down, third down. <laughs> but third and three, nine times, ten times out of ten, man, we're going to give it to our best player. We're going to feed the beast. We don't care where he is on the field. He could be a wide right receiver. We probably gonna put him at quarterback, or probably put him at running back, mm-hmm. and we just gonna drop a play to get him in space. Because let's be for real, we playing fifty-four feet, that sideline to sideline. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of space. And most awesome. kids, yeah, and most kids at these days, let's be for real, most kids ain't that fast. Most mm. kids have we say average or subpar speed, but uh, if you have a kid that's just a dog. And you know what you got as we say. And you know that it don't matter on a rainy day, snowy day, muddy day, that you give him the ball or she, cause we got she's down here too. <laughs> and you give them the ball at any given time, they can just go and take one to the house and we gonna live and die by the results of what they give us. If we give them the ball on third and three and they get a negative four, we good with that because we already know that on the next place, little tummy might bust for a sh and get that back. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: saying
0: no <laughs> nah, real talk man I mean it's it's just a, it's just a trial a, a trial and error game in you football with with you football is depending on how you feeling on the side and as a coach you playing a rival man you might not ever punt the ball you might go down for every fourth especially on certain ages because certain ages after like 10 you gonna play every every down anyway you ain't gonna never punt but after like 10 like where we at 10 and on up we start punting the ball and stuff like that and start playing the correct way. But Uh 10 and under, you really don't got no kids unless you got a real good soccer player out there who can catch and punt. Yeah. Yeah, but kids don't really start multitasking in sports until they get about 10, 11, 12.
1: Yeah, because, man, football, man, football got (laughs) on.
0: Man, football is real hard down here. I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I watch all the other sports, but I'm trying to tell you. The reason why I took a step back from tackle football and the reason why I just train and mentor is this reason only. I've seen, I have been with coaches, not going to call these coaches names, who have put kids in the worst situation possible and have got kids broken bones, have got kid concussions. I mean, seriously, like when you coach football in basically any sport but football, you have to know how to position players and put players in the right position. You can't just put players in certain positions and call certain plays or certain coverages and thinking it's going to go a certain way because you can get a kid hurt, paralyzed, killed, Let be the worst-case scenario, yeah. but you can get a kid seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. But, man, um, we just try to – we got one saying over here we say, uh, don't bring that Madden coaching to, to, to football. <laughs> like like lead that madden coaching where it is on the video game that's where it's supposed to belong on the virtual world mm-hmm. okay it's it's real uh simulation it simulate the real world, but it's not the real world
1: right yeah,
0: yeah, so right, we right. just try to tell most coaches you know what I'm saying if not all that learn the game uh go home and watch the game let somebody critique you don't always be the critiquer. You know what I'm saying? Accept criticism. I
1: know everything, God.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You have to accept criticism, too. You know what I'm saying? Constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Let me say that again. You have to accept constructive criticism, not criticism. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Yeah. If it's constructive and it's helping and benefiting, oh, yeah, we got all the time in the day. But other stuff, no. Because you ultimately have a kid body in your hands and I don't care how many waivers you make a parent sign to say that I'm not liable. Let's yeah. be for real. If a kid get hurt under your watch, you're still gonna be messed up if you yeah. have a heart and if you if you a real coach.
1: Yeah if you're a real coach. If you're and it's not that if you if you're a human yes yes <laughs> if, if yes. It's human and you see a little kid I yes. get flipped up. I don't but care if you other team I, what team
0: yes I, I didn't,
1: feel some type of way. I
0: didn't stay at hospitals overnight. I didn't stay with kids, you know what I'm saying, with broken bones till they got out of the hospital the next day. I, I, trust me, I know how it is. Ain't no waiver, shouldn't no waiver. Yeah, ain't no waiver. Put way. you between, yeah, gonna put you between you and your player. That's why I tell yeah. them I understand we do that to protect ourselves. Yeah, okay, it's not my fault, so I can't. I'm not gonna pay for it. That's yeah. fact. But hey. at the end of the day, I'm going to be there to help you if you need that help. Mm-hmm. If you don't have insurance or however that however that goes, that we never had that situation, but we're gonna be there to help you though. Yeah. That's but no, right. but man, it's about these kids, and like I say, um, and, and preparing them because I want to see good sports, man. For from for until I go into the grave, I want to see good sports, softball, track, swimming, lacrosse. I want to see good sports, man. And if okay. I do my part, I'm gonna see some good
1: sports. Yep, yeah, you ain't lying. That's why me, I be like me, I watch, I don't, I can't watch like a soccer game or nothing, but but I watch highlights, you know what I mean. And, and my wife's like, why are you watching that? And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm trying to see what they can do. <laughs>
0: That's it. Like I said, I'm not going to watch a full game, and I'm not going to get immersed into it like I do my other dominant sports, but I'm going to yeah. watch it, like you say, and see what they do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, just see what they do. Yeah, man. I mean, but, yeah, this is youth sports. This is the world and the game that we chose, and – we just have to be the, the protectors of it because in the next few years, you're going to see a whole nother change again. It's going to change. Yep. Everything. And right, it's going to really, really change. Right now, it's getting really, really bad right now, and you have some good parts about it, but I want all you sports to be good, not just, just certain areas. Yeah. So if all all sports can come back to just being good in all areas and not just certain areas, then we'll be okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, buddy. And we have been, hey, this, this one right here, this one legit, this, on my list, y'all going to like this
0: one. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. Like I say, man, one thing about sports, man, we could talk about sports all night, all day, but this is real. This is um the wave now, uh, academically, athletically. These are the two ways you're going to get your kids out of here. Um, you can know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, but let's be for real, they don't only take you so far these days.
1: Yep. You still gotta you still gotta have the talent.
0: Yes. Yes. So I'd rather do it in house and do it my way, as they say, do it the way we post do it the correct way, academically, do it athletically to where nobody can have anything to say at the end of the day.
1: Yep. And and see see, you know, I I wasn't I mean I <laughs> school, school was there. I had no choice to go to school. My mom would have whooped me day in and day out if I all would've. of us.
0: Me knew you my, know, parents both, my parents both with my parents, both were state troopers, to BPS yes,
1: for real, <laughs> you know. What I mean? So, I, I had to go to school, but you know, I was at that look, give me a 70 and we good, yeah, like, we even good, worried about yeah. nothing else. But I got a wife, and she didn't she went to A&M. she was always from high school, on, always mm-hmm. in school class and all that, graduated from A&M. you know what I mean. So, she. Not letting them get away with all that. I would let them get away with. You know what I mean? But it's like I'm and that's what I always told when we met before we had our first kid. I told them, Let's pray all our kids, however many we have, have your brain. My brain is legit. (laughs) Don't get me wrong now, I ain't retarded.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) grinning.
1: You know what I mean? But
0: That's why I say I love my job because that's what my full-time job is, bro. I'm a full-time bus driver and a teacher over here at Imagine Children Early Learning Center. And that's what I do. That's my passion. Like I say, I work around kids. And I've been doing that now for like the past three years. And that's a different field that I went into. And being able to teach these kids and learn the way they do math and the way they have to read and do different things, I ain't going to lie, it's very refreshing because for that first year, as you can say, it make your head hurt. These kids bringing in stuff to you is like a foreign language these days. The way they do math.
1: I be man. I tried to help my daughter. Ask me, hey, can you help? Okay, yeah, no problem. It's simple. <laughs> and she like, you do it that. You did it wrong. I'm like what? <laughs> what, you, what you mean? Like this is the answer. It's, what Dude, other way is it to do? She start breaking that I, stuff. It's, I'm, I'm serious.
0: I'm, a million ways to do this new math out here. The math is not the way that we
1: did math
0: mm-hmm uh-uh. it is not the way that we did math growing up oh
1: no old, 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 old. Now, now my daughter was she in the f- fifth grade they teach it they starting back to teach them cursive writing they had went away from cursive uh-huh. I'm like yeah I had to learn how to write in cursive what like yeah like that was the thing I never knew they stopped
0: <laughs> like, Yep, like, yeah like, Cause, like I say, I didn't. I had no idea until, like, about two, three years ago. My oldest son, he had told me that they wasn't writing in cursive no more. And I say, then I said, nobody wrote in cursive. Cause, you know, like I said, when we came to school, we had to write in cursive. Cursive, but yeah. yeah, man, like that's another thing that they. I think they should start implementing back if they haven't already in most schools and start letting them write back in cursive.
1: Cursive, yeah, yeah, buddy. So man, we going we gonna get to the end. We are gonna wrap it up. But I got one last question, you know. And and you did said, you know, there's a few people, but who who would you like to to hear on the on the on the podcast? And the person you you pick, you gotta help me get them on here.
0: Who would I like to hear on the podcast? Uh, let's see. It could be so many. It could be so many. I'm gonna help you get them on here. Let's see. We didn't talk about the 7v7 football. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, we get into hey, I, well, I'ma have somebody next one week, but I I I'm I'm talking, hey, anything. Anything. And if you can go outside of the football, we can do that too. That'll be even better. But let's 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 see what you got. What you got? Let's see here.
0: Let's see we're gonna try to get them on here. Try to get them on here. Mm. Hmm, that's a good question. (laughs) You know, I got, cause like right now I got like a, I got a brain, I got a brain of Dex, not a roller Dex. I got a brain of Dex right now. (laughs) Just so many people in my head that I can just really just like, just try to like help shine this platform on. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, um, oh, Hmm. probably reach out to my one of my probably reach out to one of my one of my coaches probably coach london probably coach seals oh
1: i i heard that name before
0: yeah i probably reach out to my boy coach seals um but then i got a boxer too okay i got a, I got a boxer too uh look i got britain you probably heard of him okay um man <laughs> no man like you no, because i was like i love this podcast man you can see now man i didn't got lost in the south as they said we've been on here in the podcast having great conversation man <laughs> this is what it's about man i could be on this podcast like pretty much like all like all day with you, you know just <laughs> having great conversation going down memory lane and talking mm-hmm. about these kids man like like so so serious but um Man, I would love to get like maybe somebody like my um, I got even Fontano, man. I talked to um a classmate a lot, man. Um, especially on like on financial blast type things, and he didn't really hit me a long way with that type stuff as far as like.
1: But to that boy, hey, he been on it. I be I be reaching. I be sending him a message. I haven't messaged him yeah, in a while. But, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Coach Lund. Man, look, we need to get Coach London. We need to get Fano so he can talk that business and he can talk sports too. Man, yes, sir. That's Yeah, we can show. We can for sure. We can reach out to both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Even, even the boxer, dude, it would be legit to get into to jump in the boxing world because, you know what I mean, to even see. See how that is around now, you know what I mean? Like so- seriously,
0: man, cause down here I'm I'm literally, literally five to six blocks from uh one of one of two one of two Floyd Mayweather boxing gyms right here in Worth, Texas. And they can mm-hmm. look it up anytime, right? It's one right here on 1093, and it's one a little bit further down the road. Uh, I want to say on Spring Green, but no one is right here on 1093 though. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Boxing Gym over here, and I had no idea that these kids they be <laughs> they be into this boxing like this, Mike. <laughs> now seriously, because it's not in the area that you would think it's supposed to be in. Anybody who's on this podcast. Uh, I don't know if y'all know the demographic of the layout of Texas, but sure is a pretty much a suburban, uh, small growing, nice little community. Um, it's not, it's diverse, but it's mostly, you know what I'm saying? You have mostly Caucasians and you, you know what I'm saying? You have just a few blacks and different other uh, nationality uh, uh, back here, but mm-hmm. you would be amazed on how many kids box. So so I'm looking at kids now and I'm walking in the Walmart like uh I might not wanna bump into one of these little kids right? like, like little Randy because he might got an uppercut in here. A quick one too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might be serious behind his cocoa pebbles. So <laughs> so uh I think I wanna just uh tread lightly as they say. But no man, it's a it's a lot going on back here in um in youth sports. And um um, it's a lot of guys that I know you would love to talk to, cause like I say, I have so many guys in my brain index. As I say just I just can't think off the top of my head. But I know Coach Seal, I know uh, Boxer Britain. Uh, like I say, he's doing big things down here now. He's a, a homebody from uh, from Brennan, but now he's down here in Houston he's boxing. Even uh, Miller. Matter of fact, we gonna I, I'm gonna call him. We could probably get King Millie. You know what I'm saying, Chris from, uh, Washington on here. And uh, tap into the UFC and shine some light on the UFC because he's a major uh, UFC uh, fighter yeah. and uh, he's been doing cage fighting for some years now. And I know that would be a dope podcast just to even hear how he got started in that because uh, <laughs> it's a story behind that too. That now we all grown, I would
1: love to hear love it. Again. To <laughs> hear- <laughs> hey, because you know we all did some crazy stuff. Yes,
0: funny. we did. But yes, 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 yes we did.
1: Out, I'm a, We both need to get in them DMs now yes, yes, because I'm for sure about to get in them, man. That would be, I forgot all about King Millie,
0: yeah, but yeah, I would. That would be a very dope one, dope man. Like I say, big, big, big time, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we got some great things that came out of Washington County. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we doing some big things, like I say. Um, hopefully, one day, you know what I'm saying, we can all link up, as they say. and sit we down for, and
1: we for sure need to go to the next class reunion i know oh, I, yes i haven't been back in Burnham high school since <laughs> i graduated <laughs> oh yes
0: yes but hey man i already see the future already i already know that the future future's already for you it's gonna hold some great things man mm-hmm. i'm just waiting on when we can start giving these people the visual yeah. i know you got some things in the work down there too yeah, yeah, this visual is gonna be just real off the chain. I know 2023 gonna be good to everybody. Yeah. We just gonna stay prayed up and keep prospering.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God has got to, man. So we're gonna wrap it up, man. I show, man. Look, I appreciate your time. You know what I mean? Like you said, we can we can talk for hours and hours on this. Come on but, now, man. We're gonna leave it for further down the line, you know.
0: What I yes, sir. Uh, gonna be plenty more days coming through, plenty so more days, man. Yeah. I'd appreciate you, man, having me on the podcast and making history, um, and continuing to elevate and uh, showing uh, these kids and showing the community that uh, we can do other things besides, you know, what I'm saying be on the news for negativity. So, a yep. so, salute to the podcast, man. Big ups to everybody down that way. Man, y'all make sure y'all check him out, man. He going to be big. I'm telling you now, he going to be big. Check him Pre- out.
1: Appreciate it. Hey, let them know about the Swaggy elites where they can find you at again. You know what I mean? Go ahead.
0: Let yes, man. Please, please, please check us out. If you are looking for any kind of uniforms, apparel, football, baseball, basketball, no matter what it is, if you are looking for a sports apparel as far as socks, bags, backpacks, no matter what it is. We keep them fresh one at a time, man. All platforms, Swag Sports. That's Swagger Sports on Facebook, Swagger Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and you can go to SwaggerLeagueSports.Wibbly.com. Check us out.
1: All right, and there y'all have it, man. Hey, man, again, appreciate your time, man. It was good catching up. Good hearing all the stories that we got, man, and we – Show gonna catch up again.
0: Hey man, salute man. Hey good night podcast, man. Y'all have a great day out there, man. Keep it up. Already, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, man. Closing it out. Don't forget Swaggy Lee Sports, all platforms. Go check him out. Go to, got pictures of all the unis, backpacks, everything they do. Uh, Jeremy, don't forget get them to get the tent. He, he ready. I don't know if he ready, ready, but I'm putting it out there. he ain't got no choice but to be ready. So hey, I let my boy Jeremy man get them tent and windows. You know what I mean, Thomas. Training them kids still. Y'all holler at them, getting the kids right. and Most of y'all going on, y'all little break from y'all sports. So this the time to get right, get at them. Levi's wreaths and more. We ain't, she ain't going nowhere. She be here forever. So whenever y'all need a wreath, any kind, any suggestion y'all have, y'all get at her. She be ready. Levi's mobile detailing. We hear this nasty weather is killing us, but the interiors we down to do some interiors at any given time as long as it ain't raining you know we can get them interiors done so yeah man you know one.